0: Good morning, my beautiful badass friends. Welcome to today's discussion on getting clarity. Today we are talking about the last cycle in the narcissistic abuse relationship: discard. So the cycle is seduction, abuse, and discard. Uh, discard is the last phase of this of the lifetime of this kind of relationship, and it's the one that we as codependents tend to dread the most. So before we get into that, if you're new to me, welcome. I'm happy to have you here and hope I can contribute to your journey beyond codependency. I'm Marshall Berkshire and I help codependents, specifically survivors of narcissistic abuse, rediscover their happiness and their well-being after that abuse by healing the trauma bond and coming to know who they are and discover and create happy healthy relationships in their lives. So before we get to to, to the discard today, as always, uh, it's time to share this out to the community. The community is your safe haven here on the internet where you can find more training from me, access to tools, support and guidance in your journey beyond codependency and in your healing, your discovery of self and creating and maintaining happy healthy relationships the link is above on Facebook it's below on YouTube and if you're on YouTube hit that subscribe button and hit the bell because I upload videos three to four times a week so okay there it is it's doing its job they keep changing it drive me crazy okay cool so comment below let me know your experience on the discard Let me know if you've watched the other videos too and what your thoughts were on the abuse and the seduction components. There's another way of looking at this relationship cycle uh, that's very common. It's called idealized, Devalue, Discard. I like seduction and abuse because it's actually more accurate as to what it's doing, but there's different ways in my perspective. I'm not like the authority, so, you know, big whoop. It's just how I approach it. Plus, it creates a cool little acronym It really describes the experience. Sad. So discard. Discard is what we as codependents, what most of us really fear. So what is discard? Discard is being thrown away. It's like you didn't even matter. How many of you have experienced in a relationship, in a breakup, where they just kind of move on and that's it? it's almost like you and them never even had a relationship. You never really mattered to them because like in five days they found someone else that's just you know, perfect for them. They idealize them. They put them on the pedestal. They're grandiose about the claims. They're like, man, this is the person I've been looking for all my life, that kind of thing. Yeah. That's the discard. Discards are profoundly altering to us because What we have invested in them, what we have shared with them, the connection we've attempted to have with them is taken and thrown in the trash. It's like you gave them a gold brick and they're like, what? And threw it away. They don't care. This is the result of a benefit-centered relationship um, dynamic. Especially if we're coming towards them for connection and they're coming towards us for benefit, this is what it causes. And the discard, yeah, the discard can be extremely confusing like you were saying, Kaya, because you're not sure what happened. You're not sure why it happened. You're not sure what you did to cause it. Most of the time in the codependent mindset, we think we're the cause. We think that we've motivated them to do this in some way thanks to the gaslighting and thanks to the emotional manipulation during the Abuse phase where they try to convince us that we cause their behaviors and choices. So it's now wonder the discard leaves us completely ungrounded. It's like the carpet was pulled out from under us and we were slapped down. So, and it is, it it seems like it's just a breeze for them. They're like, oh, well, this is easy go on to the next thing. And for many of them it is because it's about supply. It's about getting that inflation. It's about feeding their sense of self. That's why it's easy. They're like, got what I wanted, I'm out. I like to look at it in the framework of food because that's me, right? So I go to the store and I buy a donut and that donut comes with a wrapper. I, the donut is the supply. I eat the donut. I throw away the wrapper. The wrapper is the, is the person that has been discarded if you put this in a relationship dynamic. We're not treated as a human being. We're treated as an object that they used to get what they wanted. And so they can just throw it away. Internally, what this causes is deep despair for the target they wonder what they did they wonder how this could happen they wonder where the person they fell in love with went they wondered what they did to cause it they collapse within inside themselves they hate themselves there is a shame that comes into this and it really activates the biggest core fears people with codependency struggle with and that is i'm not worth knowing loving or keeping I, as a person am not lovable. Nobody really wants me. They just want what they can get from me. This carves out the soul. It pulls out the heart. It's extremely damaging to our sense of value, our sense of belonging, our identity, our self-worth. This is one of the most toxic aspects of the abuse that comes in with narcissistic Abuse cycles. It's also part, a critical part of what's called intermittent reinforcement. So there will be a full training on that because it's extremely important, but I'll go over it real quick here. Intermittent reinforcement is the seduction abuse discard experience on a scale. So they give you a little seduction, then they abuse you, then they discard you, then they seduce you, abuse you, discard you. Sometimes they just seduce you and discard you. Sometimes they abuse and seduce. You know, it's kind of like this. The idea here is, it's another term for it is breadcrumbing, where you're getting a little bit of love and then they pull it back. Get a little bit of love, pull it back farther. So you're being yanked really high in your emotions and really low in your emotions. And the, the amount... The devastation we feel in the discard is directly correlated to the intensity we have felt in the euphoria. they are opposites on that scale. As high as we go is how far we will go, or fall, how deep we will go into that despair. It's how much we're gonna crater on ourselves and turn on ourselves. This is where we really start to hate. Depending on how frequently this has been, we start to feel a deep sense of worthlessness we, we tend to feel crazy about reality at this point because we don't know what's real anymore. We don't even think people will believe us. Sometimes they don't. And we don't think people would see or value us because this is, the intensity of this experience causes the brain to look at the world globally this way, and it blocks out our ability to detect healthy people. It is trauma. And when it's happening over and over in a relationship, because the discard isn't always permanent. Discards can happen with silent treatment, stonewalling. It can happen with them literally acknowledging your feelings and then saying, I don't care. It can happen with them replacing you with, or replacing your presence with something else, like the dog, porn, video games, another person. So you get into cheating, work, money, And that can be temporary, and sometimes they do discard to punish you for, you know, um, holding them accountable, confronting them on the abuse. (laughs) And so it it can happen in minutes. I went through the seduction, abuse, discard cycle in minutes, frequently growing up. Minutes! Oh, you're just the best boy ever. I'm so, what the hell are you doing? Are you that stupid? And then the silent treatment. So this is altering to us. And it puts us through this cycle, this intermittent reinforcement ping-ponging, that gets us hooked into them. This creates what's called the trauma bond because we get really hooked on that dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, adrenaline, cortisol, and then we go into devastation, which is, I call it a dearth. Dearth means there's just nothing. It's a dry, arid, dead wasteland. And we suffer deeply because of it. Now, this card gives the narcissist a boost. The narcissistic individual takes a great amount of supply out of it because they're like, look at how much you needed me and look at what I could do to you. I'm talking malignant narcissist right there. That is how they're going to respond to this. Now, people on the spectrum of narcissism yeah, you get closer towards the interdependent scale. You're probably not dealing with an uh, yeah, a malignant narcissist. You're more likely dealing with someone who's avoidant and has no emotional availability or capacity to receive you. And usually, those dynamics are just a little different because they don't usually involve abuse so much as they just involve withdrawal. So it's kind of different that way. But in the narcissistic abuse paradigm, they get a kick out of the power. Now they also get this incredible amount of story because they can take the discard and turn it around on you and say, you know, I had to leave that person because they were so this and so that. They always shape it to the victim. So the discard is a powerful (coughs) tool in their manipulation of you. (coughs) Mm. Kind of shares all my discard experiences were without the typical leaving part by my partners but were subtle while still achieving the result of communicating that, that I did not. Make. Yeah. I mean, it, it can come in a lot of different ways. I mean, the, the point and the goal is that the discard is there to control, and manipulate you. Now, when, when, sometimes discard is permanent, they're done, they're gone, they got what they wanted. It's not all that common. But that does happen. Usually what happens is they want to come back around and hoover you back into the cycle by giving you a little love bomb, by a little love crumb there that gets you back into your euphoric state. And then you surrender more to them because now, wow, they took me back. Oh, thank God. I'm out of that pain. And you stick around because you're grateful that they had at least, you know, they gave you this. This is trauma bond territory at this time. It's very um, similar to... Some people even say it's the same as Stockholm Syndrome. The brain is falling in love with its abuser in order to survive the abuser and maintain this connection, this high that they get with it. We have to get out of that cycle. We'll be talking about that more next week, especially with how intermittent reinforcement is the cause of this and then what the exit process is in trauma bonding, how it relates to codependency. Because codependency is the result of that fawn state, while trauma bond is an extreme freeze, fond state that has a bonding component to it emotionally. So, yeah. It's a journey back to ourselves. See, the discard is the opportunity for the target to wake up. And a lot of times, this is the place where they start to wake up. They depending on the revolution of the cycle, how frequently it's been, and the amount of counter-exposure they've had to other things, like media suggesting something else, or a question in their mind, hey, how can I get out of this, starts to open them up to the possibility that they need to get out of this cycle and start looking at what is really going on and addressing what is enabling them to stay in these cycles or to even um, persist in them. So yeah, it's an important component to our revelation. Callista shares, my husband would push me away and say he hates me and then not talk to me for a few hours. Come. Yeah, yep. That is the discard right there. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, especially when it's alive within the relationship cycle. So it like... Like both Kaya and Castillo said, it shows up in different ways. It's this withdrawal, this condemn, condemnation, the stonewalling, this taking away of, of love or the relationship or something in order to manipulate and control. Whether or not it's conscious or not, doesn't matter. The impact is what matters. So when it comes to the discard and the relationship the codependent has to themselves, this, again, is where they wake up. This is where we start to discover that Maybe I'm not so much the problem. It is the place where I realized that I had been manipulated in my dynamic. It was where the pain finally forced me to get out of the haze of my fantasy and confront reality. It was the, it, it is the turning point for me. And it is for many, not, not everyone. A lot of times it's the abuse cycle that does that as well. It's just individual and where you're at at the time, what's going on for you. So discard is temporary a lot of the time. Sometimes it is permanent. But the goal of discard is to teach you a lesson and get you more hooked on them. And it does that by its nature. Because when they come back into the Hoover and Seduce you, you get really high. And then they send you through the abuse. And you hit that distress phase again. And you go right into despair when they they discard you. It's not your fault, guys. You don't cause a discard. Discard is not something we cause. Discarding is different than leaving someone or ending a relationship. Ending a relationship is a conscious choice that this no longer works for me and I'm exiting the relationship. I'm done. I'm out. Um, and then you don't resume it. You don't come back, that kind of thing. Even though sometimes that does happen, it doesn't mean that the previous event was a discard. Discard is a deliberate action to throw you away and replace you with something else um, for a period of time, whether that's space or some another person. You know, It's an emotional trauma. So that's the discard phase. It's kind of to the point. You're discarded either temporarily or permanently by the other individual. Healthy relationships don't do this. There's no discarding within the healthy relationship. And if the healthy relationship were to come to an end, because healthy relationships do end because they're not necessarily compatible, doesn't mean they were unhealthy, it just means it didn't work. Um, That doesn't mean there was a discard at the end. Relationships are built on consent and privilege, and so a conscious ending of a relationship is just that. It's the conclusion of that interaction and that kind of dynamic with those people. Discard is not a function of healthy relating. Discard's is a, a function of hell. It's a function of the sad cycle. It's a function of abusive, toxic relationships. Be mindful of that. If you're feeling like you're being discarded, like you just don't matter to the person, that's your red flag. I mean, it, it's, I mean the abuse would be the red flag first if we're following this model, but discard is like the big wake-up call. It's the nuclear bomb. Get out. Because the person doesn't intrinsically value you. They value your benefit. They value something you bring to them, but it's not you they value. When, when another human being values another human being at the emotional level, they're not going to discard that individual. They're going to be mindful and caring about the impact they're having on that person. Especially if it comes to the point of ending a relationship, it's going to be done in an honest and ideally a kind way. A way that says, you know, I can't go forward. It doesn't... I'm not getting what I need in this. It's not functioning for me. It's not... it's not where I'm at anymore. That's leaving. But just cutting someone off. Like, I don't... (laughs) you're just lucky to have me in your life, and now you don't. See ya. That's a discard. That's a revenge. That's an attack. So, when it comes to narcissists specifically, they use the discard to get supply. They use discard to control and minimize you, to punish you. And they use discard in order to hoover you back in to get you more bonded to them. So be mindful of that cycle. Okay, thank you guys for showing up, for sharing. The discard phase, pretty simple, pretty straightforward. Yeah. <laughs> that's where it's at. Um, go gently with yourselves. Don't condemn yourselves in these things. We're learning. A lot of this has to deal with our attachment, distress, and injuries we've lived with. Because if we've had a parent that's discarded us repeatedly, then we think this is love and we think it's normal. We have to do the work to come back to ourselves and reconnect with our well-being, reconnect with our wholeness, and heal that attachment injury. And then we'll start to see the discard very, very clearly because we'll be able to feel it, we'll be able to hear it, we'll be able to smell it. It'll be very alive to us. We're like, no, nope, that's not where I'm going to see you. I'm, I'm ending this because this is toxic for me. Even better, we won't even be in the cycle anymore because we can get into a healthy relationship where we're valued, where we're loved, where we're seen for who we are. That's my goal uh, for y'all because that's what I've experienced repeatedly in my life post-codependency, post-trauma bond, post-love addiction. We can have that and we can enjoy that. So there you go. Um, If you want help getting through this phase of it, if you want to retrieve yourself from the discard, from the abuse, from the the seduction, you want to break free, of that internalized sense of loneliness that comes with this and the craving for them. And ultimately you want to thrive beyond codependency where you're, you're no longer a people pleaser, you're no longer trying to control people, you no longer fear connection or intimacy, but you can de- determine if someone's healthy or not for you. Join the Heal Yourself Strategy because that is what I'm gonna help you accomplish by helping you restore your sense of safety in the world, help you restore your sanity and helping you restore yourself by helping you heal your relationship to your power, to attachment, and to identity. We start February 22nd. If you're watching this after February 22nd, enrollment is still open. You can enroll to date. The link is above on Facebook, below on YouTube. Join us, and let's set you free from that so that you can experience peace, confidence, clarity be able to go forward in knowing who you are and creating happy, healthy relationships in your world. So, there you go. Remember that you're worth knowing, loving, and keeping. Be gentle with yourself in this. It's easy to condemn ourselves in this. Like, ah, I was too stupid not to see this, or I should have known better, or I deserve this. We don't. We don't deserve this. This is not something we've earned. This is not something that we cause. Abuse is never earned. It's never caused. It's something the other person generates from their own psychology and from their own sense of entitlement to impose pain on others because they have pain. So consider having a little kindness and releasing a little of that condemnation you may carry in regards to this experience. Okay. I will see you guys in our next discussion because we will be discussing the EDD cycle, which is the internal emotional experience the codependent has while going through the sad cycle. So sad, again, is seduction, abuse, discard, and EDD is the euphoria, distress, despair cycle that we as codependents have gone through repeatedly. And sometimes we even experience within a a healthy relationship because we have not yet resolved our attachment trauma, reclaimed our power, uh, reclaimed our sanity, and our safety. So talking about that next week. Appreciate you guys. And I will see you then. Keep safe. We'll talk with you soon.